This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in your podcast app. Welcome to the Art of Change podcast, where we take a look at the latest news and events happening throughout the arts division at UC Santa Cruz. I'm your host, Maureen Dixon-Harrison, and I'm the Assistant Director of Communications and Marketing here at UC Santa Cruz's Arts Division. Michael Chemers is the Chair of the Department of Performance, Play, and Design and Theater Arts Professor at UC Santa Cruz. His research interests cover dramaturgy, theater history, monster studies, theory and critical studies, and dramatic literature. In this episode, he discusses his wide-ranging plans for the newly formed Department of Performance, Play, and Design, and how it is incorporating DEI issues and concerns. I hope you enjoy this very interesting and engaging conversation. Thanks so much for joining us. So, Michael, tell us about your research around the dramaturgy of empathy. Well, empathy is a concept that has been a a very important part of dramaturgy since the beginning of dramaturgy, as far as we know. And I'm talking about Aristotle, uh, his book, The Poetics, or even um, the Ikernofret Stella that was written in Egypt in 1800 BCE, Uh, and uh, Bharatamuni in India, um, Zayami in uh, in Japan, and uh, Lessing in Germany the great dramaturgs who have written about the subject of what theater can do, what performance really can do in terms of making the viewer, the spectator, the participant in the process more compassionate, more open to new ideas, less uh, uh, intolerant of people who are not like them. And uh, the, the way that performance achieves this is through a process that is a psychological process called identification. So the the theory is that what happens is you go into a um, a theater event and you see a story being told in a very embodied, immediate way uh, that responds to you in some way uh, because it's live and it's and it's right there, right in front of you in real space in real time, and you identify with the characters that you see in the story because they go through the same kind of hardships that you go through or they have the same kind of challenges that you face and you find yourself identifying with that person now if that person is different from you in some interesting way like perhaps uh, on the basis of race or gender or sexual orientation then you might find yourself actually developing a sense of compassion and fellow feeling with people who are not like you uh, that's the theory, that's the model that the dramaturgy of empathy seeks to understand and explore. But of course, empathy is a very tricky subject. The, often the question is empathy by whom and for whom. Um, there are lots of uh, people in the world who are very good empathic people who don't always use those empathic tools for the right purposes, right? Uh, you can become empathic with dictators. You can become empathic with demagogues. Um, you can become empathic with people who spew hate. Right. And those people are often very empathic themselves in terms of reaching out to their followers. Uh, 
So it's a bit of a double-edged sword, and it's it's sometimes it's difficult to exactly figure out where we stand in this process, but that's why it's so fascinating to research. Definitely. Those are, are really interesting points about people who have empathy for dictators. You know, empathy can go in so many ways and be so powerful in different yeah. ways, too. Mm-hmm. As the chair of performance play and design, what are your plans um, for ensuring best practices around DEI issues in the department? Well, that's a wonderful question. Uh, we have a, um, a, a very comprehensive plan uh, to address DEI issues as they emerge in our department. And our department, of course, now encompasses uh, two uh, major programs a program in theater arts, and another program in game design. And there are a lot of uh, challenges that we have in these two programs um, in terms of our relationship to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I'm sorry to say that we have not always been at the forefront of these discourses. And it's vitally important now, uh, especially in the year 2022, that we get to the bottom of these issues that we address them face on and that we have a plan for dealing with um, new conflicts as they come up and to ensure that we are getting the best possible opportunities for our students, the best possible support for our faculty. And, um, and that means all of our students and all of our faculty. So what we believe deeply is that a diverse uh, community is uh, a community that is maximizing its potential for creativity, for um, different approaches to problem solving, for excellence in all areas. And so as that is a, a value that we hold very deeply, we have developed um, a series of techniques that we wanna use for, um, for advancing those discourses and making sure that our communities are as diverse as possible. We've already initiated a number of these techniques. Uh, for one thing is we have town halls every quarter in which the students can directly speak with the faculty and we can be very transparent about our decision-making processes within the department. Uh, and, the, and the students have an opportunity to voice their own challenges and their own expectations. That is a great way to communicate between the students and the faculty is wonderful. We're engaging in workshops that are improving our communications between faculty and staff. And um, we've made a lot of inroads this year in, in interacting with the various many, many different groups uh, on campus that interact with our facilities, that use our stages, and that really are a part of our community. And we haven't always acknowledged that community. So we have a ways to go, but I think we are on our way to improving those, those discourses. That sounds really wonderful. Michael, what have the challenges and games been in the merging of theater arts and art and design games and playable media? Well, it's been a, a vibrant and exciting process um, bringing these two programs together. You see, we feel that um, a lot of the questions that performance scholars and artists ask are the very same questions that games scholars and artists ask. Uh, specifically, how do you tell stories through the unfolding of action? Uh, 
which is dramatic storytelling, as opposed to narrative storytelling, which unfolds through words. And games are very much like theater and other forms of performance, dance um, and other forms of performance, in so far as they reveal their stories through the revelation of action. And so as a result, there are certain questions that you are trained to ask when you study these things or when you are an artist in these areas. Uh, you, you ask certain questions about how to unfold that action in a way that causes your audience to identify with the characters or at least to engage with the, with, uh, the action that's occurring um, on screen or on stage. And what we discovered was that a lot of our faculty were starting to collaborate anyway even when before we were a department, our, our, our faculties were starting to collaborate on their research and on their art practice. So we thought, hey, this would be a great idea maybe to bring everybody together under one roof. And it has been an extremely vibrant, extremely exciting process. Um, it's not without its hiccups. Uh, there are some um, changes that we have to make in terms of our expectations of one another and in terms of the way that we communicate and all of that are, you know, details that we are working out. But one of the, um, one of the benefits of merging the two departments was that we became a more diverse faculty when we, when we merged those two departments. And as a result, we now have in our faculty meetings, uh, a more diverse pool of, uh, of colleagues and, um, participants in the process. So as a result of that, we get more diverse viewpoints. We get a wider range of experiences to bring to bear. And on the whole, it's just been extremely positive to have new voices in the room. Uh, and I think uh, for the games program as well, it has been really a positive experience to be able to uh, work within a department and work within these structures so that they can get the support that they need for their research and their teaching. That's great. And what do um, the courses look like that bring these fields together? Well, we are still developing those ideas. We're working very hard to develop uh, courses that cross over between the two, um, the two disciplines. Uh, right now, we're, we're uh, developing courses in theory that, um, that are crossovers between the two disciplines. Uh, when we talk about important topics like uh, feminist theory, gender studies, critical race theory, um, and other important uh, theoretical concepts that govern our work as scholars and as artists. Uh, those are the same for both for both um, programs. And so we're seeing a lot of crossover between students who sign up for these classes, these advanced theory classes. But we're also working on um, getting some studio uh, classes together that will be crossover hits between the two programs. Um, we're working on developing um, entry-level, freshman-level classes in history and the foundations of thought about games and um, uh, uh, performance uh, together, which we call play. The overlap, the overlap of these two areas we call play. And in the next couple of years, you're going to see a lot more offerings in the play field. Uh, can you talk about how the disciplines maintain their borders or our borders cross through the creation of PBD? We are very interested in crossing borders in PBD. Um, theater arts has always been an extremely collaborative, uh, multidisciplinary approach ever since the prehistory. 
Theater involves physics, anatomy. Uh, it involves the study of light and sound. Um, and we, we have to know these things, important scientific data in order to do the work that we do. So we have always been collaborative. We also have many different people, you know, it takes an army of people to make a, a theater production of all different kinds of specializations. Um, costume designers, sound designers, lighting designers, set designers, directors, actors, dramaturgs, technicians, uh, you name it. I mean, there's a there's an army of people that come into play when any kind of a production is is uh, is is mounted. And so we have a very long history, millennia long history with this particular art form of learning how to collaborate with people whose specializations specializations are very different from yours. So. Um, so we are already experts in collaboration. That is one thing that we're very good at and that we're very good at teaching to our students. And this is a skill that uh, they really need in the job market, no matter what they do, no matter what line of work they go into, being able to collaborate is a, is a key, key skill. So we're already used to being in a very interdisciplinary environment. So bringing in games into that umbrella really just gives us more people to collaborate with, more different specializations uh, that widens the field in which we can produce performative art or at least dramatic art um, in terms of, and it widens the fields for games as well. And games also include uh, an army of people, designers, technicians, actors, directors, designers of costumes and light, as well as of code and, and, and game uh, gameplay. We feel that we, it's important to us to do this in a way that doesn't eliminate uh, either end of the spectrum. So we're still going to have traditional performance the way that we've always done it, the way that we've been doing it for thousands of years. That's not going to change. And we're still going to have traditional games the way that they have been done in the past you know, little while. Um, not just video games, but also tabletop games, role-playing games, any number of different ways of approaching um, artistic problems and research problems through interactive gaming. But we're also going to have this crossover, uh, which is... Um, we're actually very lucky to have here at UCSC one of the pioneers of this type of work, Marianne Weems, who is the artistic director of the Builders Association, who is a faculty member here at PPD. And uh, Marianne Weems's work since the 1990s has been in incorporating digital technology, uh, installation space, projections, um, video recordings, all kinds of really amazing, amazing techniques into live performance. And as a result, she is the progenitor of a, of a, of a whole genre um, of very high-end, very powerful artistic productions. So she's leading the way for us in many ways, and we are, we are seeing where we can do crossover work that will engage both sides of the spectrum without damaging, really, uh, the, uh, the practices that we have come to love so far. It's not a question of either or, it's a question of both and. Yes, and is also a very important concept in performing arts. So, Definitely, definitely. And are you finding that um, there are spaces that need to be transformed within the new department to make this all happen successfully? Yes, we're really looking forward to some major changes in the way that we, uh, the way that we um, execute our work. We're hoping to develop a maker lab um, pretty soon 
that will be a place where uh, students um, from all all backgrounds and all disciplines can come together and work together on the creation of artifacts and props and other resources that they need in order to make their their um, their game or performance productions work. We're also developing a, a VR, a virtual reality studio, where we'll be able to really do some profound experiments with uh, and do research in virtual reality and see how that impacts uh, our sense of performance and our sense of gamingness. And um, and we're we're looking forward to seeing how the spaces that we currently use for theater and for game exhibitions can be can be um, utilized by uh, different arts approaches to create completely new art forms, maybe maybe kinds of art that no one's ever seen before. We're looking forward to that. We don't know exactly what the future is going to be like, but we're we're ready for it. That is a, an ongoing challenge to make sure that everyone is heard. Um, we still have uh, inequities in our culture, racial inequities, gender inequities, inequities surrounding sexual orientation and other forms of uh, discrimination that um, prevent full participation uh, from all stakeholders. And we are working on those. We are combating those with anti-racist and decolonial practices in our teaching and in our in our uh, research approaches, and importantly, in the way that we hire new faculty and staff, the way that we bring in students into our community. Uh, we're working very hard to address those, um, those inequities and to see, really see when we, when we see them to really work hard to reverse those, uh, those trends. Um, but I think that we have an edge because we are so collaborative uh, in these two fields. We're already deeply, deeply collaborative, and we are um, used to making sure that every person in the room is heard, that all specialties have their opportunity to uh, to have their 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 say. Um, and as a result of that, I think we get really good results in terms of. Uh, as I said before, a diversity of approaches, a diversity of problem-solving techniques, um, and uh, a multiplicity of voices in the room, which is just better. It's just absolutely better than when everybody in the room is saying the same thing. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for joining us today and, and talking about this wonderful new department. We're really looking forward to the future um, of how it's going to evolve with with you as the chair it it will be a, very successful so um we, i really appreciate you being here and thanks so much thank you so much for having me maureen it's been a real pleasure you've been listening to a podcast by university of california television for more information about this program or uctv visit us online at uctv.tv.com 